Empower Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with lightworkers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for a spiritual conversation with enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. How can we enhance well-being at any age? Sheena Nancy Sarles is my guest today, and she integrates the science and biology of aging, mindfulness, and spirituality to help create joyful, realistic perspective and practices for growing younger gracefully. Are you ready to, I'm ready to meet her. Are you ready to meet her? Sheena Nancy Sarles is a lifelong student and practitioner of well-being in body, mind, and spirit. She's the author of Growing Younger Gracefully, Your Guide to Aging with Vitality, Resilience, and Pizzazz. Sheena leads workshops and classes dedicated to growing younger gracefully, and she's the creator and founder of GYG Organic Facial and Body. Sheena is a certified yoga instructor and a holistic life coach who's been featured in Yoga Journal, Elephant Journal, and at the Bali Spirit Festival in Indonesia. She spends her time in Marblehead, Massachusetts, Sausalito, California, and Ubud, Indonesia. Find out more about Sheena and her work at growingyoungergracefully.com. Sheena, welcome to Out of the Fog. Thank you so much. I am delighted to uh, to be here to be able to chat with you today. Thank so, you. Oh, you're welcome. I'm really glad you're here. How did you... What brought this work to light? How did you get to this place on your journey? Well, I was getting older. I was aging. What? Really? <laughs> what? <laughs> Evidently, I was the only one. So um, I, was, <laughs> I was aging. And there was a point in my life, I've always been interested in healthy habits, and I've always been fairly athletic and liking the outdoors and things like that. And then in my early 40s, I began to see all of these advertisements and all of these articles about the problem of aging. And of course, many cross corporate profiteers had very expensive remedies for this problem I had of aging. So I actually bought into it a little bit and was, oh, well, you know, anti-aging, this is all the rage. I mean, there's anti-aging everything. There's even probably anti-aging cereal. And so I bought into it. And then I had my own epiphany one day as I was walking through, I believe, a drugstore and realized there's miles and miles and miles of products with the message that you're getting older. It's a problem. You have to solve it. It's, it's filled with fear and guilt and regret. And why aren't you all youthful? And I realized, wow, we're all aging and this is a blessing. It also uh, became apparent as I was getting older that people that I loved and cherished were getting older and passing on. And it was the cycle of life. So that a I like to call this anti-anti-aging. Hmm. Because I am very much against the ageism and the whole idea that aging is a problem. And as I've begun to explore this, people have been really interested and come out of the shadows and said to me, I feel that way too. 
what, what, how, what do we do with this? We're not really acknowledged. And our culture does not acknowledge aging as a wonderful, honored celebration. Other countries do, but, but not our culture. So that's what started me on this journey. And it's been very empowering and it's been very exciting. I just started doing my own research about what, what is healthy, happy lifestyle through our aging? What are the different elements? And as I continued to study this, people would say to me, oh, what are, you know, what are you doing? And oh, that's very interesting. And how about if you give a seminar? And how about if you give a workshop? So then I just started making all these notes and put them all together. And then the creation was this book, Growing Younger Gracefully. So that was the beginning of it. And it has been um, quite a journey because actually I get older every single day. So (laughs) every single day there's something else. And, you know, I I do have, you know, I'm not the person I was 30 years ago physically or mentally or spiritually or emotionally. But what I've learned is to really appreciate who I am and where I am, and maybe have a few little shifts along the way to just enhance everything, body, mind, and spirit. This is such a powerful book with such powerful teachings. It's just, I'm imagining you in that, in that drugstore. There's a way in which from the, from like the spiritual teacher perspective, there's a way in which we create dissonance when we are running away from who we really are. And so Mm -hmm. when I am running as hard as I can towards something that is getting away from me and it's elusive and maybe I never could have it anyway and somebody else has got it and it's not mine. That's a very different energy from being present with who I am as I am. Of course, there's changes in the body. Of course, we are growing older all the time because with every breath we take, right, everything's different. Um, And so, of course, we are. And there's a real, there's beauty and power in being with ourselves exactly as we are. And then from that place where there are things to strengthen and things to change from that place, we can make healthy changes, good changes, but we're not running anymore. Exactly. Well, I, I, you know, that, that saying what you resist persists. Mm. So, uh, and uh, so what I found that, and it was really also through my discovery of yoga Prior to, I said when I was a kid, I was very athletic. And then as a young adult, I got really into dance and I was in a a lot of dance companies and and performing. And then there was a point that I said, "I, I think I need something a little safer for my body. So I discovered yoga and I walked through that door and I really saw this whole union of mind, body and spirit. And so that was part of the whole journey of aging, of being very present. Uh, very much appreciating what I had and very much moving in the world with more awareness. And that was very powerful for me. And so what I found were the foundations for me, the three pillars of growing younger gracefully are diet, exercise, sorry, movement, not exercise, nourishment, not diet and attitude. And those are the three pillars for me that I spring off of. And just to back up a little bit, how did I come to this title of growing younger gracefully? People kind of always almost stumble over it because they're used to saying growing older gracefully. So this for me was growing 
is how we're changing all the time. As you said, every breath is a new breath. We're always changing. We're always growing. We think of it as very much for children, but we're all growing all the time. And then I decided to use the word younger because younger is about learning new experiences, new ideas. That's what youth is to us. And I feel that we have that all the time. And then gracefully is how do we want to do this? Let's do it with elegance. Let's do it with grace. Let's move as we can choose to do in a way that flows. So that's the Growing Younger Gracefully title. And the three pillars, as I said, are the first one is nourishment. We've all been on diets. And we know they don't work. So how can we nourish ourselves in a way that feels good? And it's different for everyone. Some people like a big breakfast. Some people don't. Some people have certain tastes and certain ways they want, to, they want to nourish themselves. It's about that conscientiousness, about being aware. What works for you? Does the donut work for you or does the kale? What works for you? Obviously, we think that the long term, the kale will be the better thing. However, it's about being present, not being unconscious about how you nourish yourself. And there's all kinds of ways that we can do this of, of nourishing ourselves in healthy ways. Then the second one is, uh, go ahead. No, I, I'm just, I'm excited because what I'm hearing you tie into, I just get all excited. That's why I love to do this. You're tying that idea of curiosity, right, into growing younger. Because it's exactly. not growing older like everything narrows to a terrible point and then you just crumble and fall over. You're talking about <laughs> keeping the mind and the attitude and the perspective alive. And so I love what you said about nourishment. That question, not just eat this kale because I told you to. I know you. I know it's bitter. Eat it anyway. I told you you have to do it or else you won't feel good. Instead, you're asking the question, what feels right to me in this moment? What does my body want? What is most in alignment for me and what feels right? And so it just made, that's why I made that little excited noise. Cause it just, I love that, that you open it up for, curi for curiosity. It's very like Pema Chodron says, curiosity is the key to happiness. And, and back to the nourishment, it's how we uh, present ourselves to our, to, to the world and to how we live our lives. So if you're eating kale and you're miserable, and you have a cheeseburger and you're super happy, that cheeseburger might be nourishing you better. Mm -hmm. It's how you, how you take it in. It's that attitude around that. So as you, so then, and I always laugh about, do you know that diet, it's a billion dollar business. And what it is, it's again about, it's very much like aging. It's like guilt and regret and you're not doing it right. And nobody ever stays on a diet. So people go on four or five diets a year. But when you turn that around and look at it as you would for a child, what is the best way to nourish? That's how we grow younger gracefully. What feels good to me? And it's great to try new things, try new opportunities. What, what tastes good? And so I think that that nourishment is a really, of course, we nourish ourselves spiritually and emotionally in all those ways. But I, I talk about it more in terms of what we actually put into our bodies. Now, before That's we go, before we go to movement, let me just tell the listeners that you're listening to Out of the Fog with Karen Hager. And my guest is Sheena Nancy Sarles. Her new book is Growing Younger Gracefully, Your Guide to Aging with Vitality, Resilience and Pizzazz. And there's lots of information for you at growingyoungergracefully.com. 
calm. So we were looking at those pillars of growing younger gracefully, nourishment, movement, and attitude. Say something about movement, because a lot of times as people age, we expect to lose flexibility. Well, it's interesting that you would say flexibility, because flexibility is the one thing we can improve upon that has no age relevance, which is very exciting. I am actually more flexible now than I've ever been. I am a yoga practitioner, but this whole idea that exercise is something that you have to dread and it's on your do list and you have to go, it's, it's, it doesn't give that positive neuropeptide that we want. So I love the idea. What's the best exercise for you? The one you'll do. Mm. And it doesn't matter if it's a walk or yoga or aerial flying, whatever. It's the, it's the movement that you'll do that brings you joy. And we know that when we move in a way that delights us, it, uh, it nourishes us. We're happy. We have a smile on our face. Taking a walk, it's the greatest. I love taking my walks and we're in these physical bodies. If we don't use them, then we get like a little tap. And if we don't pay attention, then we might get a little slap. Mm -hmm. And if we still don't pay attention, then we're going to get the big one, maybe a disease, a chronic disease, an injury, something else. So we're in these physical containers. And so it's our responsibility to move them in a way that's safe and healthy maybe a little bit challenging, but never painful and never, never to the point of injury. So I always say that, um, you know, as the Buddha said, pain is inevitable, suffering is optional. Mm -hmm. So we never want to suffer in our movement. We want to find different things. And what's very exciting in this day and age is there's so many things to try. And that gets back to our whole thing about curiosity. Maybe it's a cycling, maybe it's a spin, maybe it's a walk, maybe it's a yoga class, maybe Qigong. There's so many ways of movement. And I think that's what keeps us vibrant is trying new things and seeing what resonates. You don't have to sign up for, you know, a six year course. You can just take one and say, oh, that's interesting. But I also say that about movement and exercise, if you try something, and you're like it, try something else. And it's almost like saying, well, I tried yoga once and I didn't like it. It's like saying, well, I went to the gym once and I didn't lose 10 pounds, so I'm never going back. <laughs> it's also about, you know, really, you know, applying yourself, having some commitment and seeing the results, which is always what's so wonderful that, you know, you do take a walk every day and you come back and you have beautiful uh, color in your cheeks and you feel uh, stronger and you have a little, uh, you don't have any of those aches and pains. And that's why movement is so important. It's, it's, it's how we nourish these, these beautiful containers. And it changes. It changes as we age. So it's our responsibility to find what works, what feels good, what's helpful. And it's also looking at what might not work and what are those messages and how do we have to uh, look at that and take responsibility for that. So movement to me is a very important piece. Now, you had said that people kind of stumble over that title, Growing Younger Gracefully. The part that I mm -hmm. stumble over is the gracefully because I keep wanting to say gratefully. So when I look at this, like <laughs> written on my one. notes, I see it as like growing younger gratefully. Um, so that's that's where my stumble is. Can you say something about attitude as that third pillar of this work? It is. To me, that's everything. The gratitude that we are aging 
It is not something to fear and regret. Let's be grateful that we have gotten this far and hopefully we'll get further. So the gratitude is what really feeds us. And if you know anything about neuroplasticity and how our brains work, that when we can always repeat positive, wonderful, great self-talk, then we can change how our brain moves so that we have these positive attitudes. I have my own gratitude practice, which is when my head is on the pillow, first thing in the morning, I say three things I'm grateful for. And it sets the tone for my day. And then last thing at night, when my head is back on that pillow, I again say three things I'm grateful for. Because many times when you put your head on the pillow at night, you regret what you didn't get done for the, that day. You worry about what you might get done the next day. You plan. You, you have all this going on. And then that's what your brain marinates in all night long. So when you have this gratitude practice, it changes everything. It changes not only how you spend your day from the morning gratitude, it also changes how you sleep. And I can attest that it works, that those gratitude practices at night give me a much calmer, deeper sleep. So to me, attitude is really the key of how we approach anything. As I said, you know, curiosity, there's lots of keys to happiness. There's the social connections. There's service. There's just how you eat your food and back to almost the nourishment, the gratitude. When you have food in front of you, thanking the sun and the moon, the soil, the truckers, the farmers, anyone who's prepared it, the grocers, being in gratitude consciously that this is for you. And uh, the other part of of attitude that's so important is self-talk. And the, the scientific studies, the data shows over 90% of our self-talk is negative, that we would never speak to anyone the way we speak to ourselves. And so part of that attitude is when you look in the mirror, do you go, oh, oh, dear, oh, or do you go, thank you, I have eyes that open. They have, I have a respiratory system. I have a smile on my face. And if every time we look in the mirror, we say, thank you, it really changes our attitude. So that's, to me, the biggie is how do we speak to ourselves? Because self-talk matters. And when we have a thought, it can come an emotion, and then it becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. And if we completely, if we always repeat something negative to ourselves, we become very negative. And that groove in our brain gets a little bit deeper. So it's very important to be very conscious of how we speak to ourselves. Although no one hears it, we hear it and it's making an impact. So the attitude that we have about that, that gratitude for who we are, where we are, how we are. I always say that if you say something negative about yourself, then make sure you follow it up with two positives. Mm. Like, I don't like my hair today. Oh, but my elbow is great. And then look <laughs> at my pedicure. Anything like that, I think is great. There's also the data about 17 seconds, that you have 17 seconds with a thought to embrace it and have it part of you or to release it and have it make no impact. So if you have a negative thought, you have a negative talk to yourself, if you can get rid of it 
before the 17 seconds, it doesn't have an impact, which is really fascinating because we're all going to have those thoughts. We're all going to say those things to ourselves. But if we can learn and practice to get rid of them within the 17 seconds, we're good to go. So there's lots of ways to approach our attitudes. And, you know, that first, the most important prayer that we ever say is thank you. It's the first words we learn as little kids. Mm. Did you forget to say something? Thank you. We say thank you to ourselves as much as to everyone else. It can make a real impact. I also think the attitude is complimenting yourself or complimenting others. It's always nice if you're standing in the grocery store line and say to the person in front of you, I really like your scarf. And everybody feels better. Mm-hmm. It's always about seeing how kind you can be to someone else. Letting someone go in a traffic jam, you know, all that kind of stuff. Just seeing the world. I know it sounds like through rose colored glasses, but we do have a choice. And I do believe that happiness is a choice. And I do believe that we can live our lives in a conscientious way so that we are as positive as we can in a world that certainly these current days, there's a lot of chaos. There's a lot of negativity. So we have to start with ourselves and continue it out, be it through prayer or meditation, whatever. Now, for listeners who want to connect with you and your work, can you tell us what they'll find at your website? You've got you've got so much good stuff going on. Can you just take a minute and do the whole like tell them how to get to you? So come to my website at www.growingyoungergracefully.com. And there I have uh, all the workshops that I do. There's the Growing Younger Gracefully. I do workshops, yoga for living with loss for people in bereavement. It's a way of incorporating the physicality of yoga with the emotions of loss. I have in my work of Growing Younger Gracefully, looking for products that really enhance without having the corporate profiteers decide what's good for me. So I was looking for a facial serum and I did a lot of experimenting and a lot of research and I created my own, which is all organic and handcrafted and hand blessed. And it's a facial serum that I now have available on my website. Um, I call it the GYG Glow. Mm. Uh, Then I was looking for a moisturizer for my body. And I found that a lot of them have too many chemicals. They're very pricey. And there's kind of white gloppy that stay on my skin. I couldn't get dressed. So again, through my own research and experimentation, I made GYG Organic Body Serum, which again is all organic ingredients, and I can give you the details on that, um, that you put on your skin and after your shower or any time, and it's a barrier for, for everything else that really absorbs. The facial serum is great to put under your sunscreen and makeup, and it just uh, gives all the nutrition to your body. So these are the different things on my website. I have handouts from my workshops and um, all these different practices that I, wow. that I have that I'm so happy to share. Oh, wonderful. And listeners, when you pick up this book, what you'll see is that this book is full of practical and like curiosity inducing and flexibility inviting practices that you can use to bring yourself into better alignment with your aging process because you are in an aging process. Um, And 
Thank that God. It, well, <laughs> yes, um, because you're still here. And with every breath, right, everything changes. So this book's got tons of practical information. Sheena, thank you so much for being on the program. This has been my pleasure. I, I am so honored and privileged to be invited and, thank you. Uh, and wonderful to meet you. Oh, thank you, Sheena, very much. That's Sheena Nancy Sorrells. Her new book is Growing Younger Gracefully, Your Guide to Aging with Vitality, Resilience, and Pizzazz. And you can find out more about that, get all the information at growingyoungergracefully.com. There's a GYG Tip of the Moment blog. You can find out about those handcrafted products that are available. Find out more about the books. There's handouts there. Go over there, growingyoungergracefully.com. And of course, you're always welcome at karenhager.com. It's a great place to find out about upcoming classes and events. You can even book a session with me there if you are so inclined. The new Heart of Abundance class is launching on May 20th, and after that it will be available as a downloadable class for you. There are delightful freebies on the class page at karenhager.com abundance, so go and check those out. And if you believe, as I do, that when we focus our attention on change, that things really do change. Where we put our attention changes the world. I guide you to join me each month, the first Sunday of every month, for Opening the Peaceful Heart, A Call for Love. That's a free 15-minute guided meditation series. We get together with people from all over the world and focus our attention on peace. No selling, no yelling, just peace. You can find out more about that work at, opening, at openpeacefulheart.com. And thank you for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world and a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace. <laughs>